uh, police engaging that man when they arrived on the scene and he was shot and killed. So obviously Special Investigations Unit is uh, working the scene to understand the interaction between police and the man who was shot and killed. Um, the other police force will be investigating the other shootings, but obviously it's, it, it's a whole different mix as soon as the SIU becomes involved. This is the Chief of Police for York Region, Jim McSween. At about 7.20 p.m., our officers responded to what was an active shooting call here at 9235 Jane Street. Once the officers arrived, they were met with a horrendous scene uh, where numerous victims were deceased and there was an engagement between the officers and a subject and throughout that engagement, after the engagement, the uh, subject was deceased as well. So obviously this won't involve uh, materially the Toronto Police um, Service. So it won't involve our new chief or our outgoing chief, but still on a day with violence like this in our community, it's um, it puts added freight on the ceremony of one police officer, one chief leaving and the other one arriving. Back to the scene of that fawn mass shooting and this again, York Region Police Chief Jim McSween talking about how many are dead on the scene. What I can tell you at this point is there are five deceased victims, one deceased subject and one victim who was initially shot and uh, that person uh, will survive and is uh, transported to a local hospital. Okay, let's bring our crime specialist, Mark Mendelson, in. And Mark Mendelson is a former homicide detective with Toronto Police Service. Mark, this kind of violence is not unknown in the GTA, but it's still shocking when it happens. Yeah, good morning, John. It is shocking. And I mean, we, we all get very comfortable in Canada saying uh, as we watch, you know, events like this unfold all the time in the U.S., well, that's the U.S. and that these types of things don't happen in Canada. Well, tell the people in Saskatchewan, tell the people in Nova Scotia, tell the people in Vaughan. And, uh, you know, what happened last night is an absolute tragedy. And you very well articulated sort of what the moving parts are going to be now, John. You've got the, the SIU have been brought in as, as per their mandate. They've invoked. Um, and their uh, role will be to investigate the quote-unquote interaction between York Regional Police and the, the suspect who is now who is now deceased. So they'll 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 do their investigation to ensure that uh, you know no laws were broken, that the officers were justified in using deadly force. On the other side of that equation is the homicide squad from York Region, who now have um, six people dead, one person injured, um, and as uh, you know, as, as Joe Warmington has already articulated in some of his his posts already, there's indication that there's some uh, connection, some sort of relationship between the shooter and the victims, uh, you know, vis-a-vis uh, -vis their uh, relationship or interaction with with the condo board. So the police will be looking at a number of things. What you know. What was the relationship? What was the motivation behind this? What was the state of mind of this guy? If anybody in the building knew, was he still a resident? Um, the source uh, of, of the firearm that, were, that was used, was there more, more than one firearm? Where did they come from? Were there any flags that were missed? Um, you know, by condo members, by by this this man's family, all kinds of things are going to take place in the backdrop of the SIU doing their investigation. And John, our, our listeners should always know the the SIU get first opportunity on witnesses when it, when these investigations are taking place. So the SIU have priority over the interviews, and then the homicide squad from York will follow up after that. Um, and you know, we know how you know, notoriously and historically how slow the SIU are yeah. in, in coming up with their findings. 
we're going to just have to wait for that. In the interim, the, 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 the cone of silence is on York Regional Police in terms of giving us any further updates or information. And Mark, I have to imagine in your experience and the experience of any investigator, um, there are different kinds of homicides, obviously. I mean, they're the ones where, you know, Barry and Honey Sherman, five years later, we still don't know who did it. Um, that is a gumshoe investigation. Then there's a scene like this one where effectively you have to reconstruct what happened, but we already know who did it. Right. And they're doing that also, you know, in the backdrop of knowing that they're not going to, you know, there's, this matter is never going to go to court, obviously. The shooter or the or the suspect is dead. So really, this is a this is a question of of, of sort of trying to get answers for for the families of the victims, for the injured individual, for 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 police itself. What were what were the flags that may have been out there? What could have been done to prevent this or to cut this off uh, before it, be, it became as tragic as uh, as it is? And, you know, also way in the back. Did anybody assist this person? Because if that's the case, then there may be some criminal charges flowing from that. Did somebody know about this? Did somebody facilitate uh, giving getting this guy the gun or guns? Um, you know, that's a whole secondary look, but it has to be investigated because, you know, people deserve and want answers. And uh, even though there's no trial coming up, it's still homicide investigations that are taking place. And uh, we'll have to wait and see for those answers. Mark, thanks for this. Have a good morning, John. That's News Talk 1010 crime specialist Mark Mendelson, who was a former homicide detective with Toronto Police Service.